Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Tracy from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Are you a small business owner or even someone who dreams of entrepreneurship? Then check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from iHeart Podcasts and Intuit QuickBooks. Join hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres as they interview entrepreneurs sharing insights around starting and nurturing a small business. You won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class, a production of iHeartRadio. Happy Friday. I'm Tracy V. Wilson. And I'm Holly Fry. We talked about Rebecca Crumpler this week. Sure did. A topic that turned out to be uh, challenging in a different way than I expected. Um, because, because of all the baby discussion. Well, there is a lot of baby discussion. <laughs> Thank you for bearing with the baby discussion, Holly. I know it's not your favorite. It's not. The talking, of, I mean, again, we know. I don't need to belabor it, and I don't want anybody who has and loves babies to feel weird. I just like the discussion of baby care really squigs me out. Not for you, no. No, what, what turned out to be challenging was uh, the amount of information was fine. Uh, But I kept finding, like, all the sources would say the same thing, and I would just sort of go, okay, but, like, where is this coming from, though? Um, Like, I kept seeing the same quote about the, the sort of reluctance to allow her to graduate from medical school, which you can read as, like, I don't think she had a ton of formal education, And she definitely had to take time off to care for her husband as he was dying. And so, like, I can imagine that both of those things would have been cause for concern. I can also imagine racism being prominently involved in the decision-making and how she was judged. Um, And But I just kept going, okay, like, this is clearly quoting from something. What are we quoting from? Right. <laughs> um, Whose this, notes are these? Yeah, this led me down. I find I found like a place that had the actual like actual footnote of what you know what collection it was in, and then that was a whole other little rabbit hole because I did not write down who like which uh, which collection this was said to be a part of, but. The university it was being held at is not there anymore. Oh. <laughs> um, it was absorbed by Drexel University. 
I don't know if absorbed is the right. I did not look into like the details of like how these universities came under the same umbrella. Um, but this is the thing that sort of led me to wish that I had a little time machine because had things aligned differently while I was on that trip to Philadelphia to see the Marie Laurence exhibit, uh, I could have like extended my stay by a day and seen if I could go and like get access to the actual file box of actual uh, information, which is a collection of information that was compiled by somebody named Margaret Gerardo about. Uh, I think specifically early Black women doctors, like early Black women in the medical profession. And uh, I am very curious about what all else is in that collection. And, uh, you know... It could be a magic box of information and discovery. (laughs) Uh, It does seem to be something that was compiled with a lot of care and attention um, and is now in the... And the collection, uh, you know, it's there in the finding aid at Drexel University, but not at a time that I could have gotten to such a thing. And I was very late in the research process when I finally, like, actually pinned down where we're quoting from on stuff. Something that I wanted to note, but that I didn't put in the actual episode because it's not directly related to her. Um, So she was the first Black woman known to have earned an MD in the United States, That is an achievement on its own, uh, earning a medical degree in general. And but this was also sort of at a very early time in the process of things like nursing and midwifery and medicine becoming a lot more formalized and a lot more standardized, and really most of the time overseen by like a white medical establishment. Right. So anyone who was not white and was wanting to be a nurse or a midwife or a doctor was, like, increasingly funneled into a pretty racist, formalized system, um, which in a lot of cases just wound up with people not having access to work that they had already been doing and had already been trained in, right? So, like, people who had who had been working as nurses for many years, who had, you know, learned to be nurses before there were formal nursing programs, like, no longer being able to practice nurses after this became more formalized and standardized. And I feel like a lot of this is really complicated. Uh, because on the one hand, there are a lot of things that have gone on in the world of medicine, some of which we've talked about on the show before, that were, like, not evidence-based, were not helping people, in some cases were harming people, and evolving into a more formalized profession did not totally get rid of that by any stretch of the imagination at all, but did sort of put some guardrails (laughs) around that. Um, But then just also led to, like, a lot of loss of community knowledge Uh, We did a whole episode that you researched uh, about the Flexner report Mm -hmm. um, that was a report into the status of medical education um, that in the aftermath of that led to a lot of the schools that were training Black doctors being shut down and there just, like, weren't any anymore. 
So it's like simultaneously, uh, she broke a lot of ground and achieved a lot of firsts and then clearly worked in a very needed role in her community as the world was changing in this way that kind of forced everyone who wasn't white into the margins uh, as these institutions, like, became more formalized and standardized and associated with, like, universities and colleges rather than learning by doing as someone's apprentice, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I feel like there are complicated things around all of them. <laughs> well, and the hard part, right, is that when we're looking at, I mean, it is hard enough when scenarios like that play out in the modern world to tease apart all of the moving parts that are going on and, like, when there are scenarios where um, racism or bias is driving the bus in terms of how a decision has gotten made versus Mm -hmm. those occasions when there actually is, like, a problem of the knowledge that isn't maybe accurate or correct. That's hard enough if it plays out today. So when we're looking back at stuff like this, it's like, you really have to have no assumptions of accuracy of almost anything you look at. Mm -hmm. Because everybody who wrote a piece of paper about it had unconscious bias. Right. Because we all do. Yeah. But we weren't even aware of the concept of unconscious bias. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, uh, it gets very, very tricky. Yeah. Yeah. So much baby talk. Also, apparently, I should be... um, you know, as as a woman of a certain age, I should be avoiding excitement. <laughs> yeah, when I, <laughs> I got to the uh, so I I loved reading her book. Um, there are things in it where I'm like, yeah, absolutely, we need better ventilation in buildings. That's that's certainly true. Uh, but like for example, the parts where she was talking about basically people working themselves to death to make ends meet did kind of come off as. Uh, sort of thing, you should not do that when it's like, okay, but with what resources? <laughs> right. How how do, how does the family eat then? <laughs> yeah. Um, and the the advice about menopause, I was like, you're not, you, you, I'm not giving up spices. <laughs> right. <laughs> not right. a thing I would ever uh, be willing to do as I approach the age of 50. Um, so yeah, her, uh, her book is so clearly influenced by, you know, her own experience of many years of working with uh with babies and uh and mothers especially. Um, and then also occasionally I would read something and go, oh no, that's we know today that's not how that works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I also, right, like it's there's a little bit of um relief is not it, but there's a little bit of like, oh, huh. Uh, we often talk about how things you think are very much part of the modern world have actually been playing out forever and ever and ever. And it's like, this is like, you know, more than 120, 30 years ago. Sure. And yet there was already this idea that people work too much, which we are still constantly discussing culturally, like, uh, about how unhealthy it is to work too much. And I'm like, well, on the one hand, it stinks that we still haven't figured this biz out. And on the other hand... Uh, it's oddly reassuring that uh, this has always been a problem and we've, for the most part, managed to endure uh, at least on a 
Yeah. We look at the whole of, of humanity, but also I think we should all not work as much. But again, <laughs> uh, yes, we also all need to eat and have uh, the necessities that enable us to live. <laughs> yeah. I had some similar thoughts about her feelings about children who were, in her mind, too young to be going to school uh, because of the health effects of that. And I was like, man, this is a debate that we're still having about, like, I know so many parents of little kids who are like, yes, yeah, school starts and it's just, like, continual illness. Yeah. Um, But, like, the benefit of being in school <laughs> was, like, there's a whole different benefit involving, like, learning and socialization with your peers and all of that kind of stuff. And, like, I don't know, all of those decisions I am not remotely qualified to weigh in on. Uh, but I was like, yeah, I still see this, these conversations happening today about, like, kids in school and daycare and, and getting sick. And But, like, then there's a different benefit to being in school besides the illness part. Yeah, and to further complicate it, there is no one right answer for all kids either. Right. Right. Some kids will do better going earlier. Some kids will do better going later. And so when everybody's trying to make a blanket regulation set, it's like, it doesn't really work. (laughs) (laughs) The complexities of human life as mirrored throughout history. (laughs) So, yeah, I am glad that I... Finally got to do the episode on her. Um, Do you still kind of wish the order had been magically slightly different and I had known that there was a need to maybe go to a university library in Philadelphia while I was there? I mean, we could always have a follow-up. Yeah, but then I would have to go back to Philadelphia. Okay. (laughs) It it was a fun trip. I've said that last time. I, I definitely enjoyed it. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the United States? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. And every episode hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business, and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. 
Planning your next trip? Choice Hotels has a stay for any traveler you want to be with 22 brands and over 7,400 locations. Whether you're a business traveler, a family road tripper, someone who wants to seek out history and maybe make your own, or just planning a quick getaway, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Like a Cambria Hotel, where you can be a cocktail connoisseur and sip locally inspired craft beverages at downtown locations in the center of it all. This is a fun way to visit cities with a lot of history and a lot of fun in mind. Or a Radisson Hotel for all our productivity powerhouses out there. With flexible workspaces and on-site restaurants, you'll get the most out of your work trip. You'll get the coffee, the Wi-Fi, and the work done. And we can't forget about comfort hotels. Imagine you're a family road tripper, waking up in your big spacious room and then heading down to a free hot breakfast for the entire family, including waffles. So you'll be well-fed and ready for the day's adventure, even if that's just relaxing. After that, you're spending all afternoon relaxing by the pool. You deserve it. What are you waiting for? Join Choice privileges and start earning points toward your next stay. Find a stay for any you. Book directly at choicehotels.com where travels come true. This week we talked about measles. Um, We've talked before about how I love the podcast Sawbones. Yeah. They did an episode on measles, uh, I am pretty sure in 2015, as the Disneyland outbreak was happening. Oh, yeah. It, but it had a very similar, like, there's a bunch of measles outbreaks happening kind of um, introductory <laughs> material. Uh, I feel um, a little, I don't feel exactly the same about measles in terms of conversations about it recently as I did about scarlet fever. Because with scarlet fever, a lot of people, when scarlet fever comes up, it feels like an old-timey Victorian-era not-around-anymore disease, which that's not the case. We talked about that in that whole episode. Even though I don't think I personally know anyone who has had the measles, measles doesn't strike me in quite that way just because there have been so many outbreaks, like the number of outbreaks have increased recently. But when I was born, people were recommended to get one dose of vaccine. And then the recommendation was increased to a second dose at some time later. I'm, I didn't look up the exact, but like the there was a recommendation for people to have a second dose in part because like it just increases the efficacy a little bit more hoping to cut down on the number of outbreaks. So this recommendation for the second dose happened in 1989. I got that second dose when I was in my early teen years Hmm. because we were going to go visit my grandmother uh, and there was an active outbreak happening in the town where she lived. So my mom took me to the pediatrician to get dose number two of MMR vaccine. And that led to an awkward conversation. (laughs) Uh, Because generally, again, I'm not a doctor, not medical advice. It is not advised, though, for people to get the MMR vaccine during pregnancy. Right. um, Because of the potential for congenital rubella syndrome. So my mom takes me to the pediatrician. And I'm, what, 14 or 15, maybe. And the, uh, the nurse asks me, if I am on my period, and I say, no. And the nurse says, then I can't give you the vaccine. 
in case you're pregnant. And I was like, no. Unpossible. But like, what a weird jump. Well, and that's, they, they, I understand the motivation and I understand that people's experiences happen at different times in their life. Right. But for me at the age of 15, it was not possible for me to have been pregnant. (laughs) Well, I mean, Uh, my jump is like, why did she go right there instead of, are you sexually active? Yeah, like to (laughs) me, that would have been the more uh, suitable question. I don't know if there was like a medical, like if that was the sort of uh, guidelines for how to talk to people about it. But like, I think my mom might have even warned me that this conversation might happen. Um, but anyway, uh, they did, though, give me my second measles. Or sex, I guess it was MMR at that point. Uh, after some conversation with my mom. <laughs> I don't remember mine, so I'm presuming I got it when I was little. Yeah, well, it's uh, the, like, first dose is uh, small children. Not tiny, tiny babies, um, because people have antibodies from in u- in utero, and I feel like there, it's some amount of time later that the second dose is recommended. Again, I did not look all this up. I'm not a doctor. It's more about my awkward experience <laughs> at the doctor's office as, you know, an awkward 14 or 15-year-old. Another thing, whenever I'm working on this podcast and I'm getting to read old, old documents that are uh, scans of things that are very old and they have the long S's in them that Mm -hmm. look like F's. That led to some hilarity with this episode because there was some stuff that I was wanting to look at that was very long that I knew there was a section of that was about measles specifically, but, like, there wasn't a table of contents that could... Or, or an index. Like, there wasn't a way that might guide me to that page. So I was having to use the text search function. Um, and, you know, with the long S's that look like F's, uh, any kind of OCR that might have gone through there to make it a machine-readable document, probably a little off with the S's that look like F's. And so what I discovered was that anytime I was trying to look at these old documents, I needed to look for MEFLES, M-E-A-F-L-E-S, in case it saw that uh, that S as an F. But I also needed to look for MEALES because some of them <laughs> had turned uh, M-E-A-S-L-E-S into M-E-A-L-I-E-S. Oh, yeah. Um, and that just became my... I would look for both, even though, even if, like, even if me, even if Meeple's brought up results right away, I'd be like, let me just check, see if Mealy's is in this one too. Yeah, that was tricky. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A and E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
I'm Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the United States? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. And every episode hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business, and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. Planning your next trip? Choice Hotels has a stay for any traveler you want to be with 22 brands and over 7,400 locations. Whether you're a business traveler, a family road tripper, someone who wants to seek out history and maybe make your own, or just planning a quick getaway, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Like a Cambria Hotel, where you can be a cocktail connoisseur and sip locally inspired craft beverages at downtown locations in the center of it all. This is a fun way to visit cities with a lot of history and a lot of fun in mind. Or a Radisson Hotel for all our productivity powerhouses out there. With flexible workspaces and on-site restaurants, you'll get the most out of your work trip. You'll get the coffee, the Wi-Fi, and the work done. And we can't forget about comfort hotels. Imagine you're a family road tripper, waking up in your big spacious room and then heading down to a free hot breakfast for the entire family, including waffles. So you'll be well-fed and ready for the day's adventure, even if that's just relaxing. After that, you're spending all afternoon relaxing by the pool. You deserve it. What are you waiting for? Join Choice privileges and start earning points toward your next stay. Find a stay for any you. Book directly at choicehotels.com where travels come true. I forgot my level of ire about the Lancet paper. Until oh, yeah. we were talking about it. And it was like the way a sense memory will come back and you're just ready to spit nails all over again. I was just like, arr, arr, yeah, arr. yeah, yeah. It wasn't just inaccurate. Like the way that it was described for a long time was inaccurate. No, it was like fraudulent. Well, and I still see people today who don't either don't know that it was retracted or don't accept that as valid. Mm-hmm still trying to make that case Mm -hmm. that vaccines cause autism Mm -hmm. and I become so angry. Mm -hmm. So angry. I have layers of anger. A lot of people in my life are like, hey, what you're telling me when you say this about vaccines and autism is that you would rather have your child die. And that is an unacceptable thing (laughs) to say uh, in a, a number of ways. So yeah. Yeah, I was not totally, uh, like, I didn't have the exact timeline in my head of, like, when the paper came out, when that paper got, like, so much traction, a lot of it being, like, sort of celebrity endorsements Uh of this paper, almost. I didn't realize that that was, like, two years before 
the United States was declared measles free. And I had this moment where I like silently gave thanks uh, that that still happened <laughs> um, in the face of like such a big setback to vaccine campaigns. Yeah. Because um, it did. Like it it led to people refusing the, a lot of vaccines. Yeah. A, a lot kids. of vaccines, like based on this paper that was fraudulent, <laughs> as we keep saying. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, I am glad to be vaccinated for measles. Um, so that when I come back from a place where there's a measles outbreak happening, I'm not like, uh oh, I did not pass through either of the airports that had the warnings. And I did not go to the daycare in Philadelphia where a lot of the cases were. You didn't go to Disneyland in the 20-teens. <laughs> Disneyland outbreak. I mean, look, I'm not a parent, so obviously I'm not an expert. But I often see in Disney parks or even places like movie theaters, people who come in with a baby that is obviously in the category of newborn. Oh, yeah. And I'm always like, should you be out among the unwashed masses? Like, I don't... The immunity of that infant is not solidified yet. Yeah. Is this really the smartest thing to do? But again, I'm not a parent. And that is also informed by my own bias of, I'm afraid of babies. So... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, They're so... I don't remember the age that the first dose of MMR vaccine, but it might be like a year. Yeah, no, I have, I recently on a trip to Disney World saw a very tiny baby that was not a year by any means. Like, I would be shocked if it was more than a couple months. And I was just like, (gasps) did you book this trip not knowing that you were (sighs) expecting? And then you decided to go anyway? I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't, I'm scared. Yeah. Um, it's it's not my business. I'm tr- I try not to be judgy, but I'm also like I don't know if this is safe, and I get, um, you know, like, uh, contact anxiety. <laughs> right. We had one trip to Disney in Orlando when I was a child, which was a road trip taken by my whole extended family on my dad's side. Um, and my mom's rule for when we were old enough to do that was we can all walk. That's smart. And uh, and there was still debate about, like, were we going to be old enough to remember the trip? Because, like, my mom was like, this is probably the only time we're going to do this. I don't want my children to go and be so young that they don't remember this one once-in-a-lifetime-for-our-family thing. So uh, I was, so I guess I was five and my brother was three and a half. We did not go in my family. No. That was a no. No. That was a vacation was for going to visit other relatives and revisit all of your grudges. That was what a vacation <laughs> was for in my family growing up, which is probably why I go to Disney World all the time now. Because yeah. like, I didn't get this in my formative years and I wanted it. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't, um, we didn't do that. Yeah. So... You know, if you're preparing for a vacation with your family, I hope those preparations are going great. Uh, I know a lot of folks who are about to go on the same trip in a couple weeks, and they are all having the pre 
vacation anxiety of getting everything done before you can go. So if that's on your life plan coming up, I hope it's going well. If you're not getting to take a vacation, I hope you at least get to have a nap. Woo! Uh, We will be back with a Saturday Classic tomorrow. We will have a brand new episode on Monday. Stuff You Missed in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.